Hi, it's Paul Camillos. Welcome to Series 6 of Shooting the Breeze. Join me and my co-host Jacinta Gavind alongside the STB crew as we cover women's hoops and women in hoops. We'll share conversations and get a little deeper with inspiring players, amazing coaches and the legends from behind the scenes. Especially in this series, we'll be talking to dream chasers that give it their all and lead with their heart. there Christy Collier Hill the head of the WNBL how are you I am great thanks Jacinta so lovely to see you and Paul here and Mary your producer who is off to the side um great to have you here at the awards how exciting is this that you guys are broadcasting live yeah we're pretty excited to be honest yeah yeah I, I'm already a sucker for an award show whether it's WNBL related or not and so now to be fulfilling the uh orange carpet the fantasy orange carpet, of the pre-award absolutely. show is is fantastic STB was live at the 2024 Signet WNBL Pre-Awards Orange Carpet. And like all live feeds, we had a slight mic issue for the first minute, so hang in there. But that's what we love about the spontaneity of our live pods this series. If you missed out or just want to re-listen to some of the amazing guests we spoke with, including our roaming mic moment with a surprisingly talkative Melbourne Boomers coach, Chris Lucas, tune in for a fun orange carpet ride. Enjoy. Welcome to Shooting the Breeze, and we are live from the Signet WNBL 2024 Awards from Ridges in Melbourne. Jacinda, we're here, and it's happening. And the orange carpet literally rolled out the Signet backdrop and the sponsor backdrop to match. And it looks like everyone has their way with the April spruce as well, which is very on theme and on brand for the awards, I think, also being bright orange. Absolutely. Unfortunately, though, we've got two teams that couldn't make it, which is Townsville and the Flames, and that's fundamentally because, you know, they were up playing a game which decided how the final four were going to look. That's right. We literally kept it the very last minute of how um, yeah, I think I think the the way it is now, we've got um, Townsville's finished on the top of the table, and the Lynx is slotted in the fourth. Yes, and I can't um, I can imagine that it would have been a very stressful flight over over to Melbourne for the Perth Lynx. Given yeah. that they didn't know their fate until the, about half an hour ago when they got here. Uh, so double the reason to celebrate for the Perth Lynx tonight. Now slotting in in that fourth spot in the final. And it looks like that they'll play Townsville in the 1v4. Is yep. that correct? Yeah. And, I, think, yeah. I think it's going to be a really interesting final series because really, I mean, we've never had a season that's been this close ever that I can remember. What about you? I feel like we said that, though, this time last year as well, yeah, we and I'm not too sure if memory are not serving us well or if the seasons are just getting tighter and tighter as, uh, you know, more and more seasons roll on because it's just that competitive. Yeah, it's this season particularly, I mean, you had teams, no matter who they were, they just wouldn't give up. And you had, like, some real giant-killing performances. The, like, obviously, the Caps comes to mind with some of the teams they knocked off. You know, if you'd looked at it at the very beginning of the season, you'd be thinking, no, not a chance, and they did it. And I wonder, I don't want to throw a spanner in the works, but 
wonder if the results would have been a tiny bit different had the Caps won last night. Oh, yeah, it definitely would have been. And, you know, it was even that game was, was up in the air. It was like one point in the dying seconds. Literally one point in the dying seconds. That's all it took for the Boomers to win last night. It was such a eventful game. And if you weren't a WNBL fan and just happened to watch that game, you wouldn't have been able to tell it was a finals team versus the eighth place team at the end of the rounds as well because it was so competitive you think it was at the start of the season. Yeah, and that, and again, I mean, we said this last season as well, but the Caps are one of those never-say-die teams. And I think that's the attitude and the culture that keeps bringing those uh, young and up-and-coming players to... Like, that's what attracts them to the Caps in the first place. Absolutely. And uh, Kristen Veal has done a really, really good job of... Um, cultivating a brand new culture in the Caps in a short period of time. I'm really hoping that they re-sign a lot of those core players. Yeah. I know that next year, I think they should have Nicole Munger and they'll definitely have Jade Melbourne for another year. Um, so I'm hoping that they're still going to have the likes of Gemma Potter coming back because she played really well yeah. last, uh, last night. I'm hoping that they have um, Alex, uh, Alex Sharp. We weren't too sure two years. Yep. Alex Sharp. Fowler, they've got to sign them within the next week. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if they can keep that core together, and we said it last season, last season as well, they can keep the core together, then they're going to they're going to do better, which they have done, right? The performances, forget about the position on the ladder. Then if you look at, if they manage to keep them again, I think they're going to do that much better. It looks um, like our first guest oh, of yes. the evening has rolled around. Hello there, Christy Collier-Hill, the head of the WNBL. How are you? I am great. Thanks, Jacinta. So lovely to see you and Paul here and Mary, your producer, who is off to the side. Um, great to have you here at the awards. How exciting is this that you guys are broadcasting live? Yeah, we're pretty excited, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm already a sucker for an award show, whether it's WNBL-related or not. And so now to be fulfilling the uh, orange carpet the orange fantasy carpet. of the pre-award show is, is fantastic. And we were just talking before you showed up about the fact that the season went down to the last game of the last round before we knew how it was going to wash up for the postseason. I mean, yeah, you guys have been following this league for a long time, right? Have you ever seen anything like this round where we started it with 32 possible scenarios? Insane. Super fantastic for the fans for it to come down to that very last game and everything that it's about. Really hard work for us administrators and very hard for the coaches and the athletes, of course, but great for the fans, which is what we want. And it just also proves how even this season has been this year right across the board. There are teams that we thought might make finals that haven't made finals. Perth looked like they were done and dusted and are now up there in fourth spot. So it's been an incredible finish. And I think if the finish is anything to go off, the finals are going to be just as good because as you two would know, any of those four teams can can win, absolutely, genuinely can win. So it's going to be a great final series. Yeah, I think looking at the way it all it's, it's all panned out, you know, I think maybe a few weeks ago people would have been going, yeah, Townsville, no problem. And it was it was questionable whether Townsville would be end up in the top slot. And we were all pretty convinced that that would be the case. Yeah, I mean, they looked a certainty, didn't they, to finish top? And then here come the Flyers and then ups and downs. We thought the Flyers would probably get a win last night and Adelaide have been outstanding since Talbot's been back and, you know, got that win. And then Townsville had everything to play for today with that minor premiership on the line and off the back of two losses as well. Thought it was going to be a very hard task for Sydney out there today to get over the line for them. But, you know, Townsville played very well, you know, really deserved that win. And to be fair, they've, you know, they've been on the top of the ladder for most of the season. So to see them get the minor premiership, Ships probably deserved. And now, I don't think anybody's going to want to try and make a, a prediction for the finals. Jacinta? 
So 1v4 is going to be Townsville Fire and Perth Lynx. And then 2v3 is now going to be Flyers versus Melbourne. I mean, the thing I like about that is you're going to have a semi-final series that is going to be three games of a Melbourne derby. So that you couldn't have picked. I think that's going to be super exciting. But I think you're right, Paul. I don't think I could do any very early predictions. No. And I think I got a feel for uh, Townsville and Perth because that's the longest possible road trip yeah. in the entire season. <laughs> they got to do that three yeah. times. But you have to do whatever it takes to get a championship. Am I right? Absolutely. And look, the other interesting factor about it being Flyers and Boomers now is Flyers are now playing their home games out of Parkville, which is Boomers' home stadium, due to the State Basketball Centre being under redevelopment. So all three of those games, if there are three, no matter whose home game it is, is at the same venue. So a huge challenge for fans from both teams and what that's going to look like. I think that kind of adds another dynamic too. Now, listen, uh, shout out to, uh, while we're here in Victoria, PTV, the Public Transport Victoria, can we put in an early order, make sure you put on extra trams and buses and public <laughs> transport for those games, because I can guarantee they're going to sell out oh, all absolutely. three of them. They're going to be total sellouts, and that's it's going to be so loud in that room. Uh, yeah, and I mean, it's a great stadium, right, with seats all around the court, baseline to baseline and right on the sides. Full stadium in there is incredibly loud. And as you know, it's the two Melbourne teams, it'll be full of both teams' supporters. So it'll be a fascinating dynamic, but there is no doubt it will be incredibly, incredibly loud, no matter whose home game it is. And the cherry on top, potentially unconfirmed, but looking like it, maybe LJ's last WNBL games. Oh, man, don't tell her that. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she... Her form at the moment is unbelievable. She, you know, if she wants to play next season, clearly she can. And, you know, I know she's announced her retirement internationally from the Opals, but I don't know if I was Sandy, I'd be on the blower to her saying, hey, I think we could still use you in Paris. But, uh, I mean, who knows? We haven't been told anything about LJ yet, um, but I have no doubt that she will do everything she can to try and win this championship. Oh, absolutely. absolutely, yes. That's, that's unfinished business from last season. Absolutely. Okay, so we're going to go wandering around and see who we're going to find yes, as people I think are starting to, to roll in. Paul's well. going to go on to Rome, and while you go on to Rome to find our next guest, Paul will say thank you very much, Christy Collier-Hill, for being our first guest and for always including Shooting the Breeze as part of the, uh, the guests and the media team for the WNBL Awards. You're very welcome. And also, I do love the work that you both do and Mary, of course, covering the league. You are fantastic supporters and have been for a very long time. So it is greatly appreciated by everyone in the league and love that you guys are here tonight. So thank you. Oh, thank Thanks, you. Christy. Feelings are mutual. As we pass on to another great ambassador for the WNBL, you know her name and face. It's Candy Hertz. How are you? You guys, I'm so happy to see you both here. And I just heard the wonderful chat you just had with Christy Collier-Hill. She is such a fan of what both of you do, as are all of us. It's so great to have an amazing platform. You speak so beautifully about everything. We learn so much from you and your insight. Um, and it's great to have you as part of the league. Oh, listen, compliment cake over here. I, just, <laughs> I didn't bring any tissues. I'm getting a little bit here, here, guys. But thank you. That's very, very kind of you, Candy. Thank you so much. Absolute pleasure. Yeah. So, Candy, um, it's going to be a big night tonight. Um, what's it feel like being, you know, up there as, and, and 
directing traffic. Right. I am co-hosting tonight with Jason Bennett. Um, Jason, you'll know from our Wednesday night ESPN games. Both of us um, often do those ones. And, yeah, we've got a really exciting night ahead. Um, I think we've tightened up the ship a little bit from past years. Um, it's a little bit shorter but and sharper, which I know everyone really appreciates, um, but packed full of really exciting moments, unexpected winners, um, and, and a few other little surprises along the way. Uh, so you've got an idea of who's won. I don't have an idea. I know exactly who's won. Oh, that's uh, spicy. Yeah. <laughs> Spilling the tea early here in the pre-award shows. Um, it's so actually, I'll tell you what, it is a little stressful knowing because um, you have to be very conscious of everything you say out loud or even write anywhere. Um, I can't really, you know, share posts and be like, oh, I wonder who's going to win. Like, I know the answers. Um, so it is exciting. I can tell you, I can reveal one thing, and that is um, the really deserving winners tonight. I'm so excited for so many of them, well, for all of them, really. Um, they work so hard throughout the season to be recognised tonight in front of your peers is such a special and humbling moment for someone, and I cannot wait to be a part of sharing that moment with them. I'm super excited that you're co-hosting tonight. Uh, that is really, really great to hear, because I that, I think the last time I actually saw you, maybe once at the time, was actually yeah. the same time last year, yeah. and we were just kind of chilling. But if you remember clearly, we ran around at the end of the night going, can we take some centerpieces home with us? They were these really cool little signet, um, like luminescent kind of table set pieces. And both of us were like, can we take them? I've still got mine. Have you got yours? I definitely have mine. <laughs> and look, for the record, for people listening, we're not complete kleptos. We did get permission we to permission. take them. We, we got permission. And to be fair, they were actually just going to um, get rid of them anyway. So yeah. um, I, can't, I don't want to tell you too much either. And you can't really see. And don't look because it will reveal it from that little bit you can see in the room. But the centerpieces this year are so so cool. Uh, there's something really different. I haven't seen something like this before. Um, I don't know if we're going to be able to take one home tonight because I think everyone's going to want to get their hands on them. I think I think I'll live with that, but we'll try and pop it up on our social media so everyone gets yeah. a, a glimpse of what these centerpieces yeah. are going to be. But you got some surprises in store. There were a few fun games as well last year. Can we expect something similar? You know what? We're actually, we, when I said we tightened it up, it was those sorts of things that we have tightened up this year. So I will tell you that, no, we don't have the, the fun and games that we had last year. We have a few other little bits and pieces to bring some light and colour to it. Mm. Um, it's nicer to have a bit more time to connect with everyone in the room, to chat, to have a bit of mingling time, get excited because now, of course, we know who's in the finals. It does mean that um, a few people in the room are going to maybe not be celebrating as much tonight. Yeah, well, also, as in like having a beverage, still celebrating the joy. But oh yeah, they're celebrating double that it's the awards night, and you just learn as you got here, Perthlings, that you're now in the exactly final four. So referring to keep an eye on that table. So they might have been planning to have a few bevies tonight. I think that probably that deal is probably in the bin now. I completely agree. But um, Candy, it's been an absolute pleasure. I look forward to spending some more time to you, just uh, having a chat Yay. when you have some break time. But thank you for joining Guys, us. Guys, definitely eat the compliment cake. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure listening to you throughout the season and it's such a joy seeing you both here tonight so enjoy the evening and hopefully you uh picked your winners awesome Great. thanks candy thank you so much and uh yeah so we've had uh two absolute stalwarts of the wmbl community to kick off our pre-award show paul yep um we are approaching jocelyn willoughby are we hi jocelyn willoughby but this we are Jacinta and Paul from Shooting the Breeze, and also Brie Turner is here. I'm not too sure if she wants to be pulled in. No, 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 no. no it's okay. You're not interrupting. You're you're invited to this party if you uh, would like to participate. But uh, 
First of all, this is just a live stream to some of our podcast fans, pre-award show, just catching people on the orange carpet. How does it feel to be back in the WNBL, especially for you, Brie? We missed you. Uh, it's really exciting. I think this is one of the most competitive leagues in the world, so it's really exciting to be back in Australia playing. And what about you, Joss? We're so glad that you came back for a second season, especially back-to-back. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's been a fun season, um, competitive as always. I think there's been a lot of emerging talent, a lot of um, – People have continued to show their talent, so it's been exciting and competitive. And uh, Adelaide, coming in with Adelaide as well this season, lots of young emerging talent. One Izzy Borlays in your team who potentially will be going to the WNBA, hopefully in the draft. If you had one piece of advice to give to her, what would it be? Study the playbook. <laughs> Study the playbook. What about you, Jocelyn? Um, I think it's to stay confident and to uh, find her community. I think going overseas is a little bit challenging, you know, especially when you're by yourself. And so that's something I would, um, you know, advise her. Yeah. And did you both enjoy your time in Adelaide this season? And can we potentially get both of you back for a third? Or is that asking a little bit too preemptively? Have to see how the awards go tonight first. <laughs> ah! uh, okay, so fingers and toes crossed that we have just spoken to the 2023-2024 Defensive Player of the Year. What about you, Jocelyn? How have you found your time in Adelaide, especially compared to your season in Sydney last year? Yeah, I've enjoyed Adelaide. It's obviously been a different situation than Sydney overall. Um, but I think, you know, we'll see what the future holds and what opportunities come forth. I haven't rolled, you know, coming back out, but... You know, I don't want to commit myself into something, ultimately staying open to what opportunities are there. Well, just so you both know, on behalf of all of the fans, we would love to have you back anytime. So Absolutely. please come back. Hopefully the lifestyle and the uh, season is enticing enough for you both to come back. And one final question, very serious question. What is your Taylor Swift era? I can't even name a Taylor Swift song, <laughs> You definitely can name at least one song, but um, I don't know. I, I guess like I don't even know what album it would be, but you know her old school, old school. Um, you know, tears on my guitar. Fifteen. You know. You're going OG Taylor Swift. Yeah. That's respect. Anyway, thank you to both of you for jumping in spontaneously for our live stream. And please enjoy the night. And uh, fingers and toes crossed for you both. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. So let's go wandering around and see who we can find. I've already seen yes. Chris Lucas coming out on the orange carpet. Yeah, that's a great idea. I feel like we've been just uh, stuck in the shadows, just lurking. Yeah. Oh, um, hang on a minute. Is get... that a Belinda Snell, I see? That is a Belinda Snell, and it looks like she's got a couple of Southside Flyers jerseys. Um, yeah, it definitely does. It'll be interesting to see what if they're going to be put to any kind of use, whether it's going to yeah, be like know. a signature thing, an auction thing, or maybe I'm just kind of geeing it up a little bit too well, much. Well, yeah, you could be. But we also uh, see Mark Alabacle uh, in the building. I'm really good. Do you... We've got Belinda Snell here with us. Oh, are you live? Are you live? Yeah, absolutely. This is going to be fun tonight, isn't it? It's going to be a huge night. Good little setup. Looking forward to seeing all the players and having a good night. <laughs> just really good, thanks. Yeah. And you're going to just relax and take it easy tonight? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know. The bub's around, but I'll, I'll relax and take it easy. Was it? I just seen about the flames. Just missed out. Is that right? Just missed out. Uh, Perthering. Perth are definitely in. They found out like 
half an hour ago. Yeah, that'll make it interesting. Well, yeah, it's going to be interesting anyway. But, yeah, look forward to the finals. Great. Thanks, Nelly. Great. Yeah, it's all happening. It's starting to fill up a little bit yeah. now, Paul. But uh, we're standing firmly on the orange carpet right in the right light. But I think everyone out is else... Everyone else is out in the mezzanine, perhaps uh, Whoa, getting a little bit come from? chatty. It's very loud in here, actually. Hopefully, people at home can hear how loud it is. can see Matt Hickey there in the distance, yeah. <laughs> up-and-coming commentator Matt Hickey. Some people might know him from some of the uh, Nine Now games. I see yep. Emily McInerney in the building as well. <gasps> she was my favourite defensive player as a kid growing up. Um, so we've got some real opals as well here tonight, Paul. Yeah, we do. And is that is that Chris Lucas I see over there in the corner trying to hide away from people? It most certainly is Chris Lucas. Now, now what, do you, what do you reckon the chances of us being able to get a comment from Chris are? I mean, I think I've got a, a higher chance of winning a WNBL award, if I'm honest with you, Paul. But look, if you want to take a punt, you go for it. Hey, let's, take, let, let's, let's give it a punt and see what happens. And here we go. Chris Lucas, Paul Kalos from Shooting the Breeze. How are you? Good. Yourself? Yeah, really good. Thanks. So, Chris, uh, how, do you, how are you feeling now that we've finally got a, a, a finals uh, roster sorted out? Uh, this, uh, this is why we play sport. I love this time of the year and, you know, anything can happen. But uh, I've always believed you, you know, need a little bit of luck and... Not a lot of injuries. We've got a few of those, but I've got a you know a group that'll play hard. So, how are you feeling? You know, looking forward. Um, oh, really, only just you know an hour ago we found out we're playing Flyers. So, um, it's always a tough contest, and you know they're really big and experienced. And uh, but we'll see what happens. And you're playing? Are you playing them at the same venue all three games? Yeah, we will be. So it'll be their home game to start with, and we'll get Sunday will be our home game, and you know hopefully uh, we do well enough to stay in the hunt. Fantastic, thanks, Chris. Hey. All right, you got a good one, Chris yeah, Lucas. Thank you, Chris yeah. Lucas, for the chat. Yeah, I've got to say that's actually. Um, some of the most words we've ever had from Chris. Yeah, yes, you did. Well, you had to strike while the iron is hot. So, look, maybe I will be up for a WNBL award now that you uh, managed to luck out with yeah. that. So, well done to you, yeah, Paul. Yeah, I feel like a winner. Yeah, 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 that's right. You're a winner. We haven't even really started, have we? That's right. So, I can also see we've got Tom Ma and Robin Ma in the building. Uh, the last time I had the privilege of uh, sitting on the same table as them at an Opals event a couple of years ago, and Tom introduced himself as Robin's husband. I was like, hello, I'm Tom, I'm Robin's husband. I'm like, um, and also the legendary Opals coach who, like, built the program to what it is now. Uh, so I thought that was very to, funny. Do you want to try and get some words out from Tom? We can see Tom if you like. Uh, I know that Emily McInerney over there is... Okay, well, why don't we go get Emily I McInerney? Try, I can try and see if uh, she would be willing to have a chat. We'll, we'll just, just navigate our through yep. here. So, there is a past the very small orange carpet. Uh, that's the small orange carpet. Yes. Oh, we can still see some of the players now arriving as well. Looks yep. like some of the Melbourne Boomers are here. Jordan Kanager, Tara Reid, Nas Pillman have all just arrived. Um, it's interesting that people are coming in dribs and drabs. Yeah. Rather than a whole pack of team. But you know what? With team, there's probably people who take way too long to get ready and your teammates are just going to be like, 
Nah, that's it. I'm leaving without you. I'm out of here. All right, let's go find Emily McInerney and see and if we can get a few words from her. Yeah, we're, we're kind of stuck behind a barrier. There we go. We made it through. We made it through. We're navigating the gauntlet here that is uh, yeah. the media. The it's going to actually get pretty hard to navigate through this in a minute. Actually, we're going to beeline because Mary Appadina has, has uh, got Jordan Canada ready and waiting for us on the orange carpet. Just after she's had a couple of photos, I think, with her teammates, she's already got an Oprah spritz in hand as well. I, I think I've lost Paul in the crowd, though. Oh, there he is. Sorry, I just kind of ran away from you there, no, Paul. Just navigating through the crowd. Yeah, it's getting um, pretty tight in here, isn't it? It is. You can see... I'm starting... See some of the early fashions. We were talking actually in preparation, Paul, about how many matching sets we were perhaps going to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting very, very strict. It's getting very tight. But I guess that's a good thing if we're um, if there's a lot of media attention for the awards. Yeah, that's, that's true. All, all the better for the league, I think. Yep. A lot of photos being taken, a lot of video being shot. Yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of talented professional photographers on site too. Oh, hello, Jordan Canada. Welcome to Shooting the Breeze. We are a podcast that promotes women's basketball. My name's Jacinta. This is Paul. And uh, hello, yeah, thanks for joining us. We're just doing a live stream up there, like on the orange carpet. We're living our e-channel fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> um, first of all, how are you? You've just come back from Canberra after a stunning one-point win uh, over the UC Caps? Uh, I'm feeling good. You know, we made playoffs, so, you know, very thankful for that and, you know, just happy to be here tonight. Yeah, and we're very happy for you to, like, be in the, A, be in the league and also be here because you were one of the most exciting signings oh, coming sure. into this season. People were throwing their phones in excitement that you were coming. <laughs> um, so has it been everything that you expected? Uh, it's been everything and more. Um, I've really enjoyed my time here in Australia. And, you know, my team has been very welcoming and, you know, greeted me with open arms. So I'm very thankful to be a part of the Boomers organization, but also just the competitiveness of every team that I've played against um, this season. And every game we've had a battle and, you know, that's the kind of competition I'm looking for and to be a part of a league that, you know, is day in and day out. You're always going to get a game. So it's been really great this season. So you're coming up to the finals. You're up against Southside. What's your biggest... What's your biggest concern about Southside? Um, you know, I don't really have a concern, but I think, you know, obviously they're they're very tall. They got a lot of height and a lot of experience. Um, and so I think that's probably the biggest thing. But, you know, we've played against them three times this season. So, you know, we're going to know a lot of their th a lot of their stuff and they're going to know a lot of our stuff. But I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to who wants it more. And, you know, the city of Melbourne playing the two rival teams playing in playoffs. I think it's going to be a great atmosphere for our fans. So I'm really excited about it. It's going to be an awesome series. When was the last team time that you perhaps played in a final series with uh, two rival teams in a situation you find yourself in with Boomers and Flyers? Uh, I have not played in a playoff atmosphere of rivalry um, since I don't even know if Seattle Storm and Phoenix Mercury were rivals at the time for my rookie season in the W, but um, yeah, I don't think I've ever been a part of a rivalry in a playoff series, so this is kind of my first time doing that, and I'm pretty excited. Like I said, I think it's going to be a great atmosphere for the city of Melbourne, so I'm, I'm excited. 
Maybe from an Aussie standpoint, if it's Phoenix, Mercury and Seattle Storm, depending on how many Aussies were on each team at that time, that could probably close to be a rivalry too. And now we won't keep you because we want you to go and enjoy the night and uh, hopefully it's a better time. And also congratulations for your nominations for MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. Expected, excited, surprised. How did you feel when it was announced? Um, I was very excited, very happy that, you know, people have considered me to be a part of the MVP list and also Defensive Player of the Year. It's an amazing accomplishment and, you know, all the nominees that are part of those categories are phenomenal as well. So whoever wins it, you know, they definitely deserve it. But I'm just very thankful to be a part of that. that and then well, final question, very important. If it was a 100-meter race between you, Aerie, and Jade Melbourne, who's winning that 100-meter race? Uh, I don't know. We're all pretty fast. Um, I'm going to bet on myself, so I'm going to say me, but I think it'll be very, very close. It took us uh, a while for our eyes to adjust because the three of you, particularly yourself and Aerie, are so quick. We're like, okay, wow, we're going to have to find a way to keep up because, yeah, it was really exciting to watch you in our league. Thank you for coming to be a part of the league. You are the best uh, person like being able to create a scoring situation but also finishing and absorbing contact one of the best players I've seen to be able to do that so loved having you uh, in the WNBL and please come back Jordan Canada thank you thank you I appreciate it thank you for your time as well thanks. go and enjoy the night yeah, have a great yeah. time thanks best of luck for the awards too we rolling on to our next guest Paul we over to you Matt Burton how are you good thank you how are you yeah, really good. You must be really happy after the result. Absolutely. Um, we did everything we could last night. We were happy with that. We put it all out on the floor and the cars just had to fall where they were going to fall and they fell our way. So, yeah, we're very excited. So now you're shaping up to Townsville. How are you guys looking towards that? Yeah, so we've played them oh, just before, just after Christmas we played them and on a two-game road trip and it was tough. That was when we just lost Derry. Um, so they're always a really hard opponent. They're always someone that we match up with interestingly and it's going to be a challenge, but I think we're playing some really good basketball. So we're really excited to just see what we can do when we get out there. That's fantastic, Matt. And what else have you been doing apart from the basketball stuff with the Lynx? Because you've always had other things going on. Yeah, so I'm always really interested in the mindset side of um, being an athlete. And I have the, my business where I help athletes um, train their minds and I mentor them through their own uh, their own basketball or whatever sport they're playing. So that's been really busy and I'm really happy to be able to kind of intertwine that in with the Lynx girls as well. And um, that will always be my true passion. But yeah. That's fantastic, Matt. Enjoy the rest of the night, and hopefully we'll get a chance to chat to you as later on. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. Wow, we're getting a great spectrum of current past players, lots of coaches, we like we said before, former Opals. And there are times when I'm feeling really short here. You know what? I'm sorry, Paul, but just then I was like, I forgot how tall Nat Burton was. <laughs> and watching you go back and forth with Nat Burton, I was like, oh, yeah, wow, there's a difference here. I'm sorry, oh, yeah, mate. Absolutely. And here we have the queen herself, Alex Bunton. How are you, Alex? Good. How are you guys? It's weird calling you Alex. Sorry. Let's go back. It's Bunce. It's Bunce. Yeah, Bunce. Opal has started to call me Bunce as well, so I think like, it has to stick. <laughs> so, how you been? And you missed a few games. What happened? A pot plant fell on my toe and I broke my toe. 
that's surely you could have come up with a better story. And that's the thing. I, I convinced myself, I was like, this is what life is about, guys. Random things happening to you. I'm not just a basketballer. I'm a normal person and pot plants fall. So that's, <laughs> but I'm okay. <laughs> that's great. And TV round last night. How did that go? Amazing. I think the the level up from last year, I think, especially like on the socials and getting people engaged before the game, I think was really important. Um, there's a lot to take from it, a lot to learn, hopefully do it again, you know, next year. So I think, yeah, it was, it was amazing and a lot of people appreciated it. And um, yeah, I'm so grateful for everyone who helped me out in that. And it was a huge turnout, so myself and a few others managed to get to the game, and it was a sellout crowd, literally, so congratulations for such a great turnout. Yeah. And I know that you are raising money this time for uh, domestic violence uh, shelter for women, children, and pets who are affected by domestic violence. Yeah. Do you have the final total of how much you're able to raise? Not yet, and I think um, I'm just going to wait for, like, the weekend to finish because... Obviously, we put it out on socials as well for people to donate. And one of the first people who donated was Megan Hustleweight. So I saw that and that made me teary because I, she's been there from the beginning. So that was really, that was a beautiful moment for me. But um, yeah, just give people a chance, you know, to hear about it still, speak about it, um, and then see how much money we can get together for them. Yeah, you've certainly been a long-standing advocate for DV awareness. Yeah. Um, you very uh, kindly shared your story with the rest of the world, Megan being a part of that initially. Yeah. And now tonight you're recognised for all of your advocacy, being nominated for the Community Award. Must be a really great feeling. Yeah, and I say for, like, for all the girls who are nominated, congratulations. But it's even, you know, if you don't win tonight, you're still being recognised and that puts your cause out there again on that next level too. So, you know, whatever we're doing, you must be doing it right. So I'm proud of all of us. I'm proud of myself too. Um, but yeah, if I do win, it's not just for me, it's for everyone. Everyone who's been there along the way and helped me out and the continuous help that I'll get. So yeah, it's great. Great. Thanks so much, Bunce. Go and grab a drink and relax, and we will catch up with you hopefully you, later on. I think you had a team photo happening oh, in the back that can't tell without you. Oh, Billy, the, the reluctant hero of the, the Cat, Canberra Cats, <laughs> Kristen Veal. The players here are trying to make sure that she's included she's in this team photo the on the orange carpet, and she's kind of like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess. She's got some very nice high-top uh, Nike blazers on tonight, yeah. uh, Veely, with the orange-ready orange vermilion tick, which I really, really like. Um, and we've got Monica Okoye in one of the matching suits because matching matching sets is definitely in fashion at the moment. Absolutely. Uh, but this is a very united Caps team that we can see yeah, in front definitely. of us. And this is just breaking news, Paul, breaking news. Yep. Jade Melbourne is not wearing a low bun. Ah, she's not. We don't. We can't recognise her. Yeah. She's not in the low bun. I think it's her. If it's not her, it's a good look-alike. Absolutely. That, it, you know, you're right. It's a very together team. Just even that that photo. And there's Veely trying to sneak away before you try and grab her, and she's gone. And I think we're going to try and get Chloe Tuliak as well to talk about her community stuff. So I might just try and wave her down or go and pinch her. Yeah. Uh, we did have a chat about this yesterday. I might just do a bit of an awkward wave and I gather. Are you ready to be interviewed, Chloe Tuliak? <laughs> it's not. It's just. Yeah, no, no. It's just audio. So you yep. could be here in your pajamas, and no one would know the difference. How are you? Good, thank you. Oh, she's asked us to move over a little bit. So. Oh, photo opportunity. <laughs> this is how we do it. 
Oh, this is how we do it. Yes, this is how we do it on the orange carpet. Another UC cap who is nominated for the community award tonight. Congratulations. Uh, now, please tell us a little bit about. Now, we, we know what you do, but what about for the wider masses? Tell us what you do. Like, totally turn my back to you. Um, yeah, I work a little bit in the disability space. Uh, I work a lot with people with intellectual disabilities, so I got the opportunity uh, over the last couple of years to work with the Australian Boomerangs men's team that travelled to the Virtus um, Global Games in France last year. So I uh, went away with the team, did a bit of development coaching, and we came away with a gold medal. So very, very cool. And then, yeah, obviously haven't been on court this season, so um i've jumped in and helped out with under 20 men and just sort of trying to keep my love for the game alive while it's been a really challenging time so yeah finding different opportunities to stay involved in the game is very important i think now i remember when you went away with the boomerangs and the pearls were going at the same time yep and what i found really interesting is that it doesn't seem like you get a similar amount or nearly a close close enough amount of funding um compared to the other national teams in the program under BA. Um, so it must be a bit of a struggle to try and fundraise uh, for a team to get over there for those world championships. Yeah, I think it can be really challenging. Um, a lot of the guys pay their own way. They've Some of them have uh, some financial assistance through government initiatives, but a lot of the time it is parents, families, fundraising themselves. Some of them work, so they use all of their money from work to get into it. So I think... It's really important and I'm very lucky and very, very grateful to the Caps for supporting me and supporting what we're trying to do um, from a financial aspect, but also just shining a spotlight on the guys because it generated a little bit of talk in the media, which was really cool. And we had some support in different ways, not just financial, which really helped. I just want to ask, with with these teams, they're obviously not getting as yeah. much attention as, as other teams. What do we need to do to be able to get more attention on I think it's a little bit similar to the WNBL. We need to not have to fight to be on the media. We shouldn't have to do that for ourselves. We do it anyways, but I think we just need to continue to uh, spotlight, shine the spotlight on those guys. Oh, we're just, we're just we, getting... We're um, just being shifted yeah, around. We're just walking and talking. We're walking and talking, yeah. I just got cleared to do my sideways move, so this is actually great. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's actually probably a really cool example is instead of shafting them to the side sometimes, <laughs> keeping the spotlight on guys and the girls as well. I say guys colloquially, but um, because they're not, they're not usually given those in their day-to-day -day life anyways. So yeah, I think it's just really important to keep the light shining there. Use whatever platforms we've got to shine it where it's most needed. Absolutely. Very well said, Chloe. So congratulations on your nomination again and best of luck. And uh yeah, so fingers crossed. Take it easy tonight. Thank you. That uh, I will be doing. And uh, <laughs> keep plugging all the hard work you do for the boomerangs. And uh, yeah, we'll watch this space. Thank you very Thanks, much. God. Thanks. Uh, hang on. We've got somebody else joining us here. Hello. We've got Coley joining us. Beck Cole. Hey, how are you? Yeah, it's really good to see you here. You're all dolled up and you're all ready for a big night out. As always, I wouldn't say too big. We've got finals coming along, but any chance to dress up, be with all the girls on the orange carpet is always such a fun time. So how are you feeling now that it's all settled down? We found out 
what, maybe an hour ago, how it was going to end up for the final? I know, I'm super pumped. I was literally getting ready for this, doing my makeup, um, and then found out, you know, where the, all the standings were. And it's almost a repeat of last season. I was just talking to Sarah Blitzarves and um, to play Melbourne, two Melbourne teams. It's going to be such an epic one for the fans. Yeah, and it's going to be amazing in that at Parkville because your your home ground, your home stadium is getting being worked on. What's that going to be like? It's definitely going to be an adjustment. Obviously, the State Basketball Centre is our home. Um, I guess the good thing is, one, we're not having to travel, which is so great, especially for finals. And we've played a few games there, so we're going to make it our own. I decided we're going to call it the birdcage when it's our home court, and uh, we're going to make sure we get the dub. Fantastic. Also, congratulations on 3,000 points. I mean, that's a true testament to your career in the WNBL. Is that something that players really keep an eye on or is it just something that your media team are like, oh, hey, by the way, congratulations and here's a social media post? Thanks so much. No, definitely something I had no idea about. My teammate Lou Brown came up and was like, Coley, congrats on 3,000. And I was like... Lou, what are you talking about? And then, you know, saw it on the socials. But you look at those things and you don't necessarily aim to do that, but it does make you feel very privileged and blessed to, you know, be able to play this sport and do what I love every day. Yeah, that's right. And with a really good group of girls as well. You just spoke to Paul about the rivalry and we were asking Jordan Canada earlier if she's ever been in a situation where it's a strong rivalry in a final series. Um, other than sometimes, like, I guess in the WNBL, you've definitely come across it before, but you were born and bred Victorian, right? I sure am. So I imagine that so this is a little bit like a big metro, big country. It's probably something that you're kind of used to, right? It definitely is. I feel like when I played with Melbourne Boomers, whenever you versed Danny Nong Rangers, that was such a clash. And then vice versa, Southside being Melbourne. And you love it. You're so right. It does actually remind you of Vic Metro days where everyone's against you and you just want to go hard and get the win and prove everyone wrong. Yeah, look, uh, you know, I'm still salty that we lost to Vic Metro by four in 2010. Uh, not that I hold a grudge or anything. But there's a reason why you guys are definitely the best. Uh, but we've got a big awards show ahead of us tonight. Are you? Have you got any predictions of the winners? I would have loved to see Mercedes Russell in the MVP uh, contention. So that's, you know, a bit bizarre to me. But a huge congrats to everyone that's been nominated. Um, I just think this league is so talented and we have gr more great imports coming in. We have such great experience in our vets and the youth and the growth coming up. So honestly, I'm, I'm not putting my money on anyone because I have no idea. But good luck to everyone. Yeah, I think that's a safe bet is not to bet at all. So, and I agree, the Mercedes Russell admission was very surprising. The most consistent center in the league, but let's hope that she can get defensive player of the year. But I mean, if you get a championship at the end of the day, that's kind of what counts, right? One million percent. At the end of the day, we all just want a championship and you're going to remember that more than the other accolades for sure. Absolutely. But all the best, Coley. Thanks for like spending time with us here on the orange carpet and uh, best of luck for the final series as well. No worries. Thank you. Thanks, Coley. Okay. Well, they're starting to get us, get everyone to file in, to sit down, to get everything underway. So I think we'll uh, wrap it up here and it's been pretty amazing. It's been it's been even better than what we had planned. I think we went off plan, but I loved how spontaneous we were able to be, roam around, uh, 
see suss out everyone before uh, we get all settled and formalized and to be honest i'm ready for a bit of a drink and a breather paul yeah me too okay everyone thanks so much for being part of the show and we'll uh we'll be back with our regular podcast next week absolutely thanks everyone thanks Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you get our latest pod. And we really appreciate if we could get a like and a review so we can extend the reach to more listeners. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn.